let's go on to the word of god this morning uh, it was really um, a joy to um, hear uh, stephen mention uh, from psalm 103 and the first five verses of that psalm as we also as we worshiped the lord right now that we focused on remembering what the lord has done for us um as we read that psalm as, can we go back to read that once again psalm 103 verses 1 to 5 praise the lord o my soul all my inmost being praise his holy name praise the lord o my soul and forget not all his benefits who forgives our sins and heals all our diseases who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles forget not all his benefits and then what are all his benefits are all listed down there from verses 3 onwards and it continues on even through the psalm but the point here is about forgetting not all his benefits in other words remembering that's what i'm going to talk about this morning remembering hallelujah see how the spirit of the lord leads us on the same lines he does not know what i'm going to preach i don't know what songs even i didn't even know what songs he picked for this morning service um and what he's going to say but the lord leads us amen hallelujah the lord wants us to remember and not to forget and we are a people of uh, uh, very very less memory when it comes to good things <laughs> we have short memories Our memories are very short lived when it comes to good things it comes to some bad things in 1969 <laughs> we can start off <laughs> you know she did like that he said like this they you know came against us like that and this is what you know happened we have audio tapes we have video tapes <laughs> we have amazing uh, hard disk um, you know that collects and gathers all the memories and can never be erased we may even forget but we don't uh, sorry we may even forgive but we don't forget you know it's very difficult for certain uh, painful experiences to leave our minds and our memories but the good things that happen are so many in number that we uh, very rarely remember recollect and bring to our remembrance and feel thankful for of course some of us do at some times and we very generally we say oh thank god for all the good things he has done yes that's totally fine but here uh, um there is an amazing way that psalmist king david records of how he remembers god's faithfulness and god's goodness that we don't forget what god has done now that can be so many things that can uh, be troubling us so many unanswered prayers so many needs that we might still have and we might constantly be pondering over them remembering them or recollecting them reflecting on those things while we totally can forget god's goodness and god's grace upon our lives hallelujah very often we dwell on those things that bring so much of anxiety to us that uh, those things that we are looking forward to we dwell on those things and uh, constantly those things only bring forth more and more pain that only piles up uh, files of uh, you know pain you know 
if you were just going to be accumulating you know literally files and just piling them up just imagine if you can think with me uh, and stretch your imagination and it just piles up one over the other you know uh, old newspapers we pile them up isn't it one over the other and they just keep and they what what happens is they just gather dust <laughs> they're really not for anything good in terms of good utility you know that's how it becomes with our lives with many of those things that we are anxious that we're looking forward to things that we are troubled about things that we've been waiting on waiting for but forgetting all of those things what the lord does not want us to forget and uh, what david here king david reminds us is to forget not all his benefits benefits and uh, the lord clearly told the people of israel to remember not to forget what he has done he instructed them he even commanded them that they shall not forget what he has done he reminded them uh, constantly to remember what he has done in the past and the prophets also whenever they prophesied would always go back and the lord would speak through the prophets and tell the people through the prophets as to how he did great and mighty things in the past he would always bring those memories back to the people the lord himself was involved in uh, doing that he would remind the people again don't you remember do you not know how i carried you i carried you like you know uh, uh, you know on my shoulders i carried you like you know um, uh, in many ways he uses many different ways of expressions where he says how he carried them how he led them through the wilderness how he brought them through the red sea how he did those mighty miracles in the days of old he always reminded it through the prophets and to the people of israel he gave them this very strong clear instruction command saying do not forget but remember and if you go back to deuteronomy uh, chapter 7 way back to deuteronomy in chapter number 7 you read and verse number 18 but do not be afraid of them remember well what the lord your god did to pharaoh and to all egypt now this is the point where they're going to be driving out seven different nations for the people of israel to go and settle down but they're going to take this place um by you know god's mighty hand and god is going to work through them god is going to give them the power to win over them god is going to give all the wealth that belong to them and the people are going to go and settle in this beautiful land a land flowing with milk and honey now they're coming through the wilderness and now at this very point where they're going to enter into this promised land and god is saying to them remember what i did to egypt remember what i did to pharaoh well you face an enemy while you face a challenge while you face a difficult circumstance in front of your eyes while you see there's something that is absolutely impossible while it looks like you are so weak and they are so strong it's important at those times that we actually remember what the lord did for us in the past hallelujah very often while we face challenges while we face the giants while we face 
you know great powerful enemies while we face difficulties and pain in our lives we actually don't remember what the lord did in the past we only focus on that situation we only focus on those people who are before us we only focus on our needs we become very desperate we get frustrated we lose heart we become heartbroken we cry we suffer through it and we are stuck there we remain in that predicament for a long period of time but you know what the lord wants us to do is even in such situations those are the important moments where we actually remember and celebrate what the lord has done in the past hallelujah while we actually are in a celebration mode when good things happen when you get a job you are celebrating you're thanking god oh god you've been so faithful you've been so good when you get some good income you get good profits we are celebrating and thanking god thank god for you know how he provided for us thank god for his faithfulness while probably you find a suitable life partner you get married probably you have a child probably you uh, move to the next level in life whatever happens good things happen we thank god and say oh thank you jesus good things are hap- happening but the lord wants us to remember what he has done in the tough times hallelujah it's while remembering those things in the tough times is actually what is going to help you to f- experience another miracle because while you remember what the lord did in the past that's going to give you a new strength to face the enemy that's going to you know instigate and stir up your faith that's going to stir up your you know joy within you and the joy of the lord is your strength hallelujah and they that wait upon the lord will be renewed in their strength and so one of the ways that we actually can re- renew our strength is to remember what the lord has done when in times of difficulty in times of perplexity in times of confusion in times of disappointments in times of great discouragement to actually look back and remember what the lord has done for us hallelujah praise the lord and that's what you know we read here in verse 18 but do not be afraid of them but remember well what the lord your god did to pharaoh was 19 you saw with your own eyes the great trials the miraculous signs and wonders a mighty hand and outstretched outstretched arm with which the lord your god brought you out the lord your god will do the same to all peoples who now fear hallelujah praise the lord you fear people you fear circumstances you fear that these things may never happen sometimes it looks like that isn't it you pray and pray and pray you wait and wait and you believe you're doing all those things rightly but yet those things don't happen we begin to fear we begin to panic sometimes and we wonder maybe these things will never happen at all will those people our family members never change at all will they ever get saved at all will things will circumstances ever change at all will 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 not my you know family be more peaceful and more happy at all will not my marriage be restored at all sometimes we fear that these things will never happen but you know there is great power and strength that we can receive as we remember what the lord has done for us hallelujah remember how the lord has led you through all these days look back and remember we we don't remember those things look back and remember how the lord opened opportunities for you look back and remember how the lord gave you the courage to face the, so such giants that you faced earlier 
look how the lord led you through and sustained you in your times of loneliness you've not perished yet hallelujah you've not been consumed yet the enemy came with his mouth open you know to swallow you but you've not been swallowed hallelujah praise the lord he couldn't swallow you the lord resisted the enemy there have been many times that we escaped dangers many times we've ex- escaped accidents there have been many times we escaped you know came through m- much sickness and diseases and the lord healed us while we feared the doctor's report when we were so afraid to even look at the you know reports that came from the uh, you know scan center <laughs> you know that's the most uh, you know scary moment isn't it well you know the last page has the impression the first three pages you know is simply totally confusing but the last page has those you know and they put it in bold it's in italics you know it's highlighted that impression and the radiologist has signed it and that's the most fearful page and the three lines the two and a half lines to read actually but you know thank god hallelujah you know how many times that we have been through so many of those kind of circumstances we need to come back this morning to remember what the lord has done hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah the devil came to attack us the devil came to put a spell over our lives the devil put you know hurdles on our path the devil you know evil people dug pits for us but nothing worked many many times we've overcome all of those things and we got to remember and thank god for all of those even those little things that happen the good things that the lord has done for us the favor we experience in the eyes of people so many times while we went and stood before people and expecting for some help the lord was favorable to us amen hallelujah he extended his love for us through people you know you know people you know offered certain things offered help offered an opportunity offered graciously to help us in many many times while we needed some help while we needed some support while we needed somebody to pray for us while we needed just some company along with us to stand with us in times of need and loneliness the lord was with us hallelujah and so god was telling us to remember see how the lord did things in the past and so he goes on to say in verse 21 do not be terrified by them do not be terrified by them for the lord your god who is among you is great is a great and awesome god hallelujah well remember what the lord has done you know you come to the conclusion of saying oh how great and how awesome is our god hallelujah amen praise the lord amen hallelujah and we can you know easily sing a song that says how great is our god how great thou art you know we can sing those songs it feels good when we sing together you know in a worship service like this but in you know at office or you know in your lonely moment uh, while you're at bed and you you know tears are coming down your face and you're really you know broken on the inside it's it's time to remember that's the time to remember hallelujah while you think that this is absolutely impossible when you look like it looks like there is no ray of hope at all those are the moments we need to really remember and say how great and awesome is our god hallelujah praise the lord and surely as we confess that god will prove himself to be great and awesome in our lives hallelujah praise the lord so it's necessary for us to remember remember what the lord has done in many of those moments in many events in our lives sometimes it's good for us to sit down and write a write down a timeline 
probably even beginning from your childhood from the more you know times that you can actually or even go back to your parents and maybe you heard those stories of how the lord was good to them haven't you you know many of you you know you had godly parents you had praying parents you had probably good you know families and grandparents who were faithful to the lord you can even start from those days and begin to remember what the lord did for them remember what the lord did for you know your parents probably they've even gone uh, you know and passed into eternity to be with jesus in heaven but remember what the lord did for them what how he led them how he spoke to them how he did miracles in their lives how he you know uh, honored their faith how they prayed how they believed god how they trusted god how god did not let them down how god provided for them how god lifted them up how god made them to overcome the enemy amen there are many many things if you begin to you know start recollecting you know very rarely do we actually sit back and think on the past sometimes we dwell on the past pain but we never dwell on the past to praise him hallelujah praise the lord we get, we go back to remember those things that people did against us or things that adverse things that happened in the past but it's important that we go back and and draw a timeline of how the lord did things in the past how he spoke to them how he led them what he did for them and what are the different times that they actually you know experienced those great miracles what are the stories that were told the stories that were told were powerful and we're going to look at that you know in a few moments from now as well and so let's go on to read from also chapter 8 in verses 2 to 5 in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 2 to 5 be careful to follow every command i'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land uh, that the lord promised an oath to your forefathers remember how the lord your god led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart whether or not you would keep his commands Oh yes there were humbling times yes there were testing times but we also need to remember and draw some good lessons from those experiences as well those humbling and testing times were those that God permitted why so that he w- would you know he wanted to know whether or not we would keep his commands remember job even through all the suffering that he went through he never spoke anything against the lord remember he never sinned against the lord in anything that he said even his own wife said curse god and die what's the use of trusting god that's what many people ask when they you know come through you know come to a point of frustration or times of need or when they come to a level of uh, a place of desperation they ask what is the use of following god what is the use of trusting him but you know what the lord you know told uh, job he told job that he did not sin in what he said even in those times of pain and difficulty he himself was suffering he lost his children he lost everything he owned but yet he kept his faith and job was honored for that god gave him a double blessing for that a double fold he was blessed for that and so the lord wants us right here to remember how he led us how he humbled us how he tested us through all of these years through all of this we come to a place where the we 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 show to the lord that we are faithful to him the lord now sees us that you know we've been tested and tried he sees that we are faithful to him he sees that we are we have stood the test we have stood the test of time you stood the stood the test that he sent our our way and he finds us to be 
faithful to him that we have held on to the faith we have continued to you know obey his commands and be honoring him in verse 3 he humbled you causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna which neither you nor your fathers had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of the lord we love to quote this verse isn't it man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god we quoted we prayed we claim it lord your word says man will not live by bread but by every word that proceeds out of him we claim it for ourselves but do you actually know what it is while man can go without bread we have not known it we have not known it we actually have excess of bread at home we have only a lot of rotten breads that we have we find it's difficult for us to find a way to dispose them some of us you know may be very careful and judicious we don't waste food then it's important that we don't waste food so our story is different we have excess of everything isn't it is it true yes yeah but you know they literally went without food they went without water they literally were starving they literally were thirsty and at those moments the lord miraculously provided to show himself to reveal you know to himself to them that they do not need just bread but it's not that their survival is not just by bread alone but actually by his word and so the humbling times and so the testing times and so the times of need and that's how it has been for our lives in our lives as well the testing the humbling the times of need the times of desperation have been good times where we learned the lessons for life where we learned to put our trust wholly in him now remember all of these things hallelujah praise the lord what were the good things that god taught us what was the what were the testing times what were the humbling times that god took us through which actually has built our faith and he continues to do that continues to humble us continues to test us because all of that is turning out for our good that builds our faith on him and we need to go back and remember what were those good things that happened hallelujah you see continue to read on your clothes did not wear out your feet did not swell during those 40 years know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son so the lord god a god disciplines you and observe the commands of the lord your god walking in his ways and revering him for the lord your god is bringing you into a good land hey, the promise is there the good promises that he's going to bring you into a good land a land with streams and pools of water with springs flowing in the valleys and hills a land with wheat and barley vines and fig trees pomegranates and olive oil and honey and a land with bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing a land where the rocks of our our iron and you can dig copper out of hills there are natural resources in plenty god brought them to a place where natural resources were in plenty and god brought them to a place where you know the soil is so good it yields so well there's good rainfall and everything is so prosperous when the land is prosperous when the natural resources are plenty the people prosper so god brought them to a good place but before he would bring them to a good place he took them to a through a time of humbling and testing through a, through a process and the, sometimes we hate the process we want the promise isn't it true you know for every promise to be fulfilled there is a process that we need to go through god may give you great promises praise god for them 
while you you know sit and dance on the promises you know remember there's a process that he takes us through before he leads us to the promise why because if he just lets the promise just be fulfilled one after the other and there's no process we simply will not value the promise for through all of that he reveals himself through all of that we come to know him and so he takes us through the process to fulfill his promise hallelujah praise the lord just because you're going through the process it doesn't mean that the promise failed amen remember we are all work in progress don't your neighbor and tell tell him tell her your work in progress you are work in progress you're not finished yet he is not finished with you yet until we leave this world until we leave planet earth we are still working we will be still work in progress and the promises will keep getting fulfilled one after the other amen hallelujah praise the lord and so it's remember for us to dwell on those things that the lord has done in the past so that we will learn and we will assimilate those things that we have learned and experienced and we will be able to use them apply them into our lives every day so that we will know that the lord's promises do not fail what he promises he will fulfill hallelujah praise the lord and so remember what the lord has done remember how he led you remember how he humbled you remember how he tested you and remember what are the lessons he taught you remember those things bring those lessons back into your memory what are those lessons that you learned through those hard times how did you learn to actually trust in him while you had nothing now when you're facing another giant why would you actually be perplexed and worried and heartbroken while well, you actually know that there there was the same god who was with you in the past this is how he led you this is what he taught you and now there's a new lesson probably he's trying to teach you would you be ready to learn that new lesson the quicker you learn the lesson the faster you're going to go through the process amen hallelujah the quicker you learn the lesson the faster you go through the process my son goes for piano classes and the and the teacher says you know if you finish this next week you can you do that so he wants us wants him to practice three lessons so if he practices those three pieces he will do the next set the next week if he didn't practice these three uh, you know pieces and pr- played well the next time he's going to tell him to play the same thing sit there in the class and practice the same thing again and so the slower he learns the longer the process which means for me more the fee so what can be finished in 6 months can also be done in 1 year if you're going slow in learning the lesson through the pain through the troubles through the needs you actually end up spending more spending more of your emotions spending more of your tears you only spend more amen hallelujah so it's good for us to remember what the lord has done and go through this process and be quick to learn the lessons that the lord is teaching us when do you ask the lord every now and then lord what are you teaching me through all of this what are you telling me through all of this what should i learn what area should i begin to change what are the lessons i must learn what are those things that i must begin to apply in my life through all of this and look back and see what were the lessons he already taught me am i keeping them am i following them am i learn have i learned them well am i applying them in my life and am i learning them now as well so it's time to focus and remember amen probably for many of you these this might be vacation holiday season 
and probably some of you are deliberately taking offs you're taking your time off you're taking a vacation you're going out if you haven't done that please do that by all means if you need some money call me amen hallelujah please take a vacation and spend time and remember what the lord has done hallelujah sometimes we can go on in this rat race 9 to 5 9 to 5 9 to 9 you know rat race eat sleep work eat sleep work eat sleep work constantly and never actually remember and then we come to a point where we suddenly break down one day amen hallelujah we need to overhaul once in a while amen we need to overhaul once in a while and and the overhauling process is while we take time to sit back and remember what god has done what god has taught what were the experiences what were the humbling times what are the testing times go through all of this remember and let's go on to read in also verses 11 to 18 of the same chapter 11 to 18 verses 11 be careful that you do not forget the lord your god failing to observe his commands his laws and his decrees that i am giving you this day otherwise when you eat and are satisfied when you build fine houses and settle down and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied then your heart will become proud and you will forget the lord your god who brought you out of egypt and out of the land of slavery i think for many of you all of these things have already happened right isn't it true you eaten you are satisfied verse 12 you built fine houses you've settled down your herds and flocks are growing large your business is growing large your work is growing large you're having a large life your silver and gold are increasing yes only one person is saying aloud yes it's all right nobody's going to steal it from you it's all increasing thank god Amen. Haven't they increased from the time you got married? Probably you started with nothing, but haven't it increased in the last, you know, 40 years, 30 years, 10 years, 5 years, 3 months, whatever it might be. From your childhood? Yes. Hallelujah. Look at the smile on your faces. Everybody is smiling now. some not just one car one house not just one child god has added god has blessed god has increased hallelujah praise god but thank god but after all this has come don't forget let not your heart become proud why should we remember so that we will not become proud about the blessings sometimes we can start focusing on the blessings and living for the blessings and forgetting the lord who blessed us while the blessing came we probably worked hard while the blessing came probably we were more faithful when the blessings were coming we just coming we're beginning to come we were probably seeking the lord more but when the blessings came the blessings have come now let's not forget him but remember him hallelujah not just remembering that humbling times not just remembering the testing times not just remembering the lessons that we learned but also remembering him after the blessings have come after the joys have come after the abundance has come after the you know uh, you know all of the good things that have come and you're happily celebrating life and you're going through this life 
So for each of us, we are at different place in life. We are on a journey. For each of you, are, we are at different stages. Probably some of us are just starting off. Some of, are, some of us are probably going through the humbling times, going through the testing times. It's painful now. Some of us are probably have passed through all of that and you're experiencing the promises of God. You're experiencing abundance. You're having a happy, jolly life. No problems at all. Problem free. And probably somebody comes and asks you, can I pray for something? Do you have a need? Maybe you're like scratching your head. What need? I used to have many. Suddenly all of them have vanished. I don't have any need now. I don't know what to say. Somebody asked me, do you have a need? Can I pray for you? If you are even there, let not your heart become proud. But look at how the Lord led you. Remember how the Lord brought you through. Remember your former days. Remember your times that you came through. Thanking God for the blessings that you have been multiplied right now. But verse 14, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. See, that's why he says, Verse 11, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. You do not fail to observe his commands after all these abundant blessings have come and all the prayers have been answered. Hallelujah. You prayed hard, you got the admission. You prayed hard, you got the job. You prayed hard, you got married. You prayed hard, you got a child. You prayed hard, you know, you got a promotion. You prayed hard, you got a house. You prayed hard, you got a car. You prayed hard, you got everything. But now let not your heart become proud and let's not forget the Lord. But let's continue to seek the Lord like how we used to while we had nothing. Remember those nights while you prayed all through the night. Remember those days while you sat in that bus as you traveled for work but you were only praying in your mind. Remember those days when you walked through the streets, you went to a shop but you were still praying in your heart. Remember those days. And let's not forget the Lord. Thank God for the blessings that he has given to us now. But let us not become proud over these things. Let us not only celebrate over these things and forget the Lord. Hallelujah. And so it's important. Forget not all his benefits. Remember. Remember. Remember to remember the Lord. Quickly, number two. It's not just remember but also to reflect. Remember and reflect also. Chapter 6 and verse 16. Do not test the Lord your God as you did at Massa. Do not test the Lord your God as you did at Massa. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations. And decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight. Verse 18. So that it may go well with you. And you may go in and take over the good land. That the Lord promised and oath to your forefathers. Thrusting, you, thrusting out all your enemies before you. As the Lord said. Remember not to test the Lord your God. As you did at Massa. While we actually can become bitter against God. While we actually put, can, we can put the Lord to the test where we can test his patience. We don't do that, but actually thank God for his goodness by reflecting on what he has done. If you come back to Exodus chapter 17 and look at the incident at Masa, a place was called Masa in Meribah. In chapter 17, and we read verses 1 to 7, the whole Israelite community set out from the desert 
desert of sin traveling from place to place as the lord commanded they camped at refidim but there was no water for the people to drink so they quarreled with moses and said give us water to drink moses replied why do you quarrel with me why do you put the lord to the test but the people were thirsty for water there and they grumbled against moses they said why did you bring us up out of egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst then moses cried out to the lord what am i what am i to do with these people they are almost ready to stone me the lord answered moses walk on ahead of the people take with you some of the elders of israel take in your hand the staff with which you struck the nile and go i will stand there before you by the rock at horeb strike the rock the water will come out of it for the people to drink so moses did this in the sight of the elders of israel and he called the place masa and meriba because the israelites quarreled and because they tested the lord saying is the lord among us or not masa means testing meriba means quarreling they tested and quarrel with moses now they tested the lord right there instead of thinking how the lord brought them through the red sea instead of reflecting on what he has done they began to murmur and grumble against him quarrel against him you know and uh, they were moses saying they are even ready to stone me that's the kind of anger that was coming out from the people they were literally Uh, you know angry against moses to the point of even you know ready to stone him instead of reflecting on what the lord did they were murmuring they were angry they were testing the lord testing the patience of god you know while god was faithful to send such plagues on egypt and as he promised to abraham and isaac that after 400 years he will bring them to a land flowing with milk and honey the land he promised to abraham and isaac and jacob while he actually promised them and he was bringing them out the people were not ready to reflect on what the lord has spoken they were not ready to reflect on what the lord has already done to reflect on his power his might his glory his strength his mighty hand they would not reflect on what you know what he could do based on what he has done but rather they would just test him rather they would turn against him they would turn against a servant of the lord they would turn against god they would murmur they would quarrel you see god wants us to reflect instead of testing his patience instead of putting the lord to the test instead of murmuring against him instead of becoming angry and bitter against god instead of angry and becoming angry and bitter against the word of god or against a servant of god the lord wants us to reflect on how the lord has led us in the past amen just because we don't have answers for the questions we have it doesn't mean that the lord has become powerless amen does not mean that the lord has taken his hands off of us it does not mean that the lord has taken his eyes off of us just because we can't explain the current situation just because we don't understand what's going on remember our understanding our capacity to process things is very limited amen we need to come to terms with our own selves some people try to think like god and they th- they trying to think what god is doing they trying to you know figure out why things are happening and they when they can't explain why they don't find an answer they immediately become bitter against god so it's necessary for us that we need to always reflect and not become bitter is because we are able, unable to under, 
explain or understand the current situation. Amen? Do you understand that? We can actually become like the people of Israel, testing the Lord, putting the Lord to the test, murmuring, quarreling against him. And, wonder, and probably even thinking, maybe it would have been better off if I had never got saved. Maybe it might have been better off if I had, you know, been just a nominal Christian. Just a namesake Christian. Maybe it would have been better off, you know, if I probably even continued in my, you know, past uh, religious practices and beliefs that I used to have. Just because we don't understand today's situation. But the Lord wants us to reflect on what he has done. That gives us the courage and the faith. And we learn how the Lord has done things in the past. Which explains to us how he is able to do things in the future also. Amen. Hallelujah. And so let's take time not just to remember. But also to reflect. In times of desperation. Reflect on what has happened. What he has done. And rather than putting him to the test, rather than becoming bitter and angry, rather than becoming, uh, you know, heartbroken and losing faith in God, let's reflect on what he has done. Amen. So he says, because they put the law to the test, there's in here in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 16, do not test the Lord your God as you did at Massa. The Lord is telling, Moses is telling the people of Israel, don't do the same thing again. Don't do the same mistake again. You probably were angry. Probably you were bitter. Probably you had questions. Probably you had, you know, situations which you could not explain, which you could not process. You were not able to, you know, uh, come to a conclusion on what's happening. You are not able to find a concluding statement to say, this is why this happened. We may never be able to find answers for some of those questions. But always reflect on God's goodness. Amen. Hallelujah. And that will help you to carry on while you go through the current times of difficulties and challenges. Let's move on. Thirdly, recite all of these to your children. Recite the stories. Retell the stories. Stories are powerful. Even most of scripture was written down by stories uh, which were handed down from generation to generation by virtue of oral tradition. You know, those days when they did not have paper and print, uh, pen and print media and all of these things. You know, how did those, many of these, you know, Abraham and Moses did not live in the time of Adam and Eve. But how did Moses write all of these? Because of the stories that were told from generation to generation. Recite the stories. Those are powerful. That's how you remember what the Lord has done. Amen. Well, you see, you remember, this is something that the Lord adds in, in this whole uh, body of teaching that the Lord is giving to the people of Israel, instructions and commands he gives them. They were primarily the Ten Commandments, but also a set of teachings that he gave, which were, you know, uh, alongside the same uh, in the lines of the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were at the core of it. But alongside he gave all of these commands. While he gave them, he told them this instruction and he told them in chapter 16 of Deuteronomy. 
in verses 6 to 9. Oh, sorry, not chapter 16. Uh, chapter 6 only, not 16. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verses 6 to 9. These commands that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home. And when you walk along the road. When you lie down. When you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. You see, talk about them. When you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up, what it actually means, well, in practical situations, talk to them the stories. Talk to them about the commands of the Lord. Explain to them the teachings of the Lord. While you sit down at your dining table, while you're sitting down in your living room and you're discussing something, and when there is something which the you need to understand in a practical situation that they are talking about some issue at school or in college or at workplace or whatever. You know, in that situation, bring out a teaching that you might want to hand, hand down over to the children that you might be able to teach them. They might be three-year-old, they might be 30-year-old. They might be two feet tall, they might be even, you know, uh, eight feet tall. Whatever be the size or stature or age or gender, teach them. Hallelujah. They may be married, they may not be even married. They might be young adults, they might be in their adolescence, they might be small infants, small children. Teach them. Hallelujah. As parents, we have this responsibility to teach our children, recite what the Lord has said, what are the commands of the Lord. Amen. Oh, that's a pastor's duty. Sunday school will do it. No. It's primarily to the parents first. Of course, the house of God, the community of God's people, we have the teaching of the word of God, you know, whether it's in Sunday school or in a youth fellowship or in everything. Every Sunday as we gather together, every time we meet, we have the teaching and study of the word of God. But also while we are at home, while we are lying down. While, just, while they're just going to sleep and you're having a conversation about something, teach them about the word of God. While you're having a meal across, you know, it's, and you're sitting across the table, teach them the word of God. While you're walking on the road, while you're driving down that road, and that's a buffalo crossing the road. And you applied hard brakes and you almost crashed into that buffalo. You know, teach them the word of God. Tell them, hey, see, this is how the Lord has protected us. The Lord said he will protect us. See how, because we prayed and we, when we started, you know, we, the Lord protected us while that buffalo crossed that road. Amen. There are many, many practical ways how we can teach and impress on their hearts. It is not just to transfer information. There's a difference between transferring information, which is in the form of lecture, which we do in classrooms. That's different. That's not what it's talking about. Look at that in verse number 7. Impress them on your children. 
tell them the importance of it impress it in their hearts let it become impressive to them let it become something that they will you know be able to uh, have it in their hearts and apply it to their lives there's something different about lecturing there's a difference between lecturing and difference uh, there's a great difference in impressing on their heart helping them to learn and understand and apply it into their lives that's what we ought to do impress them on your children and also read verses 20 to 25 of the same chapter verse 20 in the future when your son asks you includes a daughter also what is the meaning of the stipulations decrees and the laws that the lord our god has commanded you they may ask why all this why should we follow this tell him we were slaves of pharaoh in egypt but the lord brought us out of egypt with a mighty hand before our eyes the lord sent miraculous signs and wonders great and terrible upon egypt and pharaoh and his whole household but he brought us out from there to bring us in and give us the land that he promised an oath to our forefathers the lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the lord our god so that we might always prosper and be alive as is the case today and if we are careful to obey all this law before the lord our god as he commanded us that will be our righteousness so when the son or the daughter is asking why do all this why go to church why are you compelling me to read the bible why are you telling me to pray why are you telling me all this why are you pushing it on me why are you telling me what i should do what i should not do that's what most children hate to hear am i right what i should do what i should not do don't tell me all this i know what i should do i know what i should wear i know where i can go i know what i time i should come don't ask me questions as long as they don't ask questions we are happy they will also be the moment they ask questions it triggers a time bomb isn't it it results in an explosion but why telling them what to do what not to do why all of this and when they ask why are you telling me tell them see this is how we lived this is how we obeyed this is how i also disobeyed you see this scar here is because i disobeyed and so i fell down and so there was three switches that had to be put there and so if you obey you won't get this if you obey you won't get this so you disobey you're going to get something like this so we will have to explain and say what happened then what were the stories not just making up stories but what were the real experiences of the good things that you did the right things that you did how you feared god how you went to church how you followed god how you prayed every day how you read the word of god every day how your parents told you how they disciplined you sometimes probably they were probably unwise in certain ways they did things to you probably some parents were too harsh probably some parents were too loose never enforced any discipline 
you know sometimes there can be two extremes but we need to balance both both good discipline and love and trust and freedom as well but we need to also teach them that freedom also comes with a responsibility amen hallelujah and so it's important so whatever you know uh, level your child might be at don't forget to recite those stories of what happened to you what happened to your grandparents what were the painful circumstances maybe some of them never know any of the painful situations of your life at all and you said you know i went through a lot of difficulties in my young days and i don't want any of those things to happen you know affect my children i don't want them to know anything about difficulty i found it very difficult in my life and so i want to you know give them a life which is pain free i'm going to give them a life where they should not know anything about any difficulty you're spoiling them in some ways but when they rubber hits the road when they face life and somebody corrects them or somebody says something against them or some difficulty comes to them when some you know hurdle comes their life they will not be able to handle it so tell them your good stories and your painful stories amen it's fine even if they find it a little difficult it's fine even if they find it you know experience the financial difficulty that you are having maybe you don't have much just because they ask something just don't go borrow and give it off to them i know of a, a, a mother who sold her chain who who pawned her chain to buy um, ps4 gaming uh, what is that um this playstation for the son the game playstation for the son she went and pawned the chain because the son should not know any difficulty at all do you think that's a wise thing to do yeah you can be spoiling your child and so he'll stand upside down for everything and you can never say no to him never be afraid of saying no for the right things for the right reasons amen it's fine if they know that parents don't have much and they can't be spending so much and they will learn they will learn while they are young itself amen they can understand when you have financial needs they can understand you have financial needs while well, we put uh, about to decide to put our children for singing classes you know they've been going for singing classes and and that's quite a huge amount of money for 6 months they charge it high but it's good learning for them to get trained in their singing now so when we put them the first 6 months last year june to december we paid and then they uh, uh, you know and then we were wondering and they asked the teacher asked do you want to continue the next 6 months so that was a message that was sent out to all the kids uh, do you want to continue the next 6 months and so we were really wondering should we put them uh, you know if it's expensive should we you know we were wondering and so we asked we thought first we decided let's ask the children whether they want to go through this class and so we asked them and uh, john said uh, if it's not too costly we'll go if it's too expensive i won't go at that stage they come to know the value of money and it's important that we teach they can understand 
and so he refused to go you know in fact the first time when we asked him he said no i'm not going he flatly refused we were wondering why is he not going so we i was trying curious to know whether he didn't like the class or like the teacher or probably other other children troubling or something there's some difficulty that he he said i'm not going then when we investigated we dug in and asked why he doesn't want to go he's saying it's if it's too expensive for you i'm not going amen hallelujah it's good for them to understand where we are financially what can be afforded what we cannot afford all of those things sometimes it's difficult it's very very difficult to manage and explain everything and because sometimes the understanding level is low but they do understand over a period of time amen so recite those stories you don't have much tell them we don't have much this is what we can do this is the best we are doing for you but this is what and just because you know the kid in school has i7 uh, iphone 7 just don't blindly get them an iphone 7 because you know otherwise they'll feel bad many parents are doing that and that can be very harmful amen and so recite the stories what are the good things that happened what were the ways the lord led you through what were the lessons that you learned what were the painful situations what are you going through right now you as a parent what are the painful situations what are the good things that are happening talk about everything amen so that when you recite them to them they will know who the lord is learn teach them also to trust the lord for their needs is one of the things that we always try to do whenever they ask for something even they want a small toy car we tell them pray pray and ask the lord as we learn to ask god for everything first you know if you just keep just throwing everything in their hands they will never learn how to trust the lord amen hallelujah and so whether they are 30 or 3 you can still continue to teach a man of god prophesied and and uh, counseled a father uh, sorry yeah a father who's now who is actually a grandfather as well so he's telling the father to father her daughter again now the daughter is a mother of two children who are teenagers but a man of god counseled the father as the grandfather to counsel his daughter who is probably in her 40s to father her again because she was not fathered while she was 3 and 4 and 16 and 18 and so what happened was that it resulted in a broken marriage because she was not fathered through those younger years it resulted in a broken marriage and she needed to be fathered again as a single parent she is struggling and she needed to be fathered again and and so let's not end up fathering our children at when they are 40 but let's start off while they are infants amen hallelujah it's so important that we do these things and we recite what and and that's the way we remember what the lord has done so remembering is not just bringing to memory passively oh we had those hard times and things are now fine now it's not just passive remembrance but to remember the humbling testing times to remember that we do not become proud and then to reflect so that we don't test put the lord to the test again maybe we were put the lord to the test at certain times maybe we rebelled against god at certain times but let's reflect on those things so that we don't do them again 
and then let's recite remember to recite those stories and hand them over to the next generation but now there came a pharaoh who did not know joseph joseph was a man who saved egypt from perishing because god revealed of what was going to happen and god made him to build storehouses and to amass all of those grains and everything so that in time of famine he was able to disperse god gave him wisdom god appointed him and pharaoh also acknowledged joseph to be number 2 to him and this pharaoh knew joseph and honored joseph so well honored joseph's family by making them to settle down in the you know land of great pastures in goshen pharaoh this pharaoh did good to joseph but there came a pharaoh later on 400 years later at the time of moses who did not know this joseph why because the pharaohs did not hand over the stories and so this pharaoh persecuted the people of israel he thought that the people of israel were actually his enemies did not know that this people of israel were the ones who saved his great grandfather he get it the power of transferring stories and so he began to persecute the people of israel while he did that what happened god sent plagues against him so when we do not remember and recite and hand over stories we will lose the transfer of faith and the bible says in in first timothy chapter 3 and verses 14 and 15 that we as a household of god we are the pillar and foundation of truth truth is here truth is among us in the household of god the truth of who god is the truth of the word of god is all in our lives we are learning them we are practicing them we are preaching them we are processing them we are living by them and then it's important that we also pass them on the truth should get passed them on amen from generation to generation the most powerful way that can be done is from the fathers to the children and that's why the lord says you know towards the end of the last verse of the old testament for he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children so that lest i may bring a curse upon the land when the fathers and the children you know do not go in the same heart do not have the same heart oneness and they're not passing on the truth they turn against each other and that brings a curse on the land so the lord wants to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children amen praise the lord and so going back to the traditions of the forefathers when i say traditions i'm not talking about the forms and the superstitious beliefs and the rituals and the empty uh, vain customs that were you know unwisely practiced i'm not talking about that but the traditions of the word of god the traditions of the truth the traditions uh, of the faith needs to be recited and the stories need to be told and the best way you can pass on truth is by telling the stories and not just by dry uh, you know teaching of just some philosophy or some ideas alone but when you tell the story itself those are power- powerful because they are very illustrative they serve as great examples they come to know oh the lord led them the lord called them the lord provided for them the lord showed them the lord opened a way for them the lord gave them the lord provided 
you will come to know and that serves as a benchmark that serves as a point of reference and so they will always go back and say oh the lord did that for my parents the lord did that for my forefathers he is well able to do that for me as well and that's how they ordered their life that's how they you know were disciplined that those were the disciplines they held on to those were the teachings that they held on to and they will also held on hold on to the same thing they saw how they were blessed because of that how they were able to face challenges because of that and they will continue to do the same hallelujah hallelujah praise the lord amen probably you are saying oh my forefathers were not believers it's fine but you can start it in your generation you came to know the lord in your generation praise the lord for that you can start doing that to the next generation maybe your forefathers did not transfer it to you but you can start doing that to your generations even to the unborn <laughs> probably they are yet to be born amen hallelujah praise the lord so this morning we remember what the lord has done in a very new way we reflect so that we don't make the make same mistakes to test put the lord to the test and we also recite those stories of the faith to the generations to come thereby we forget not all his benefits praise the lord